When it comes to matters of your heart, yeah, you should probably listen to it, which is why you're here. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart, a relationship, dating, and yes, sex podcast. And now your hosts, Pat and Carla. Carla, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Everyone, welcome to Listening Heart. This is Pat and this is Carla. Uh, Carla, how was your cr- Christmas? It was amazing. Super chill, low key. It was a lot of fun. Um, a lot of family. It was awesome. How was yours? Uh, mine was pretty eventful. I like skipped the blizzard before it happened here in Buffalo. So I'm pretty grateful I left before the snow, like, you know, went through Buffalo. Nice. And you went down to, were you visiting your parents? Yep. I was visiting my parents down in Florida with my brother and my sister. So it was a little chilly, but it was pretty good that I did it. Even though the flights were canceling, like past Christmas time, I get to spend a little more time with my family. So that was a really good time. Nice. Oh, that sounds amazing. And how was your New Year's? Uh, New Year's was good. Uh, so I took one of my friends out to a silent disco because there was one on New Year's Eve and it was a good time. And we met up with some of his friends and we ended up having our own like group of guys like dancing together. So oh, it was re- pretty good. Oh, yeah, so it's pretty crazy. Like, about a year ago, I was going to these solo, and there were some friendships I made. Some died, but... Hi! Hey, Carla. All right, hey. we're back again. I had some technical difficulties. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I brought my friend to Silent Disco, and, yeah, we met up with his guy friends, and we ended up having a good group of guys to dance with, so it just felt good to, you know, get out. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Um, were... I need to find one of those. It looks like a lot of fun, and I've never been to one. Uh, so I have to, I'll have to search for that. Let me, eh. let me do that. <laughs> I, know. I think um, you can bring your boyfriend or husband to one and really have a good time. And, yeah, there was, like, three channels to go through, like, a throwback channel, a hip-hop and rap channel, and then a techno channel. So a lot of... Pretty much, there's a song for everyone to listen to. Oh, that's so cool! I love that. Yeah, and um, it it was just cool seeing all the women out, and of course, me and my friend, we like want to find women outside of the dating apps, and you know, they were just everywhere, and it was just a good time, just you know, dancing and doing our own thing. Sometimes we would end up dancing with a few girls, but just for a few, few songs and then you would just go our separate ways and you know it was it was just a really good time 
That is so awesome. That sounds like a load of fun. And it's cool that you got to go with your friends. So I'm sure that made it so much better. Oh, the good part is that he doesn't drink anymore, which, you know, is his choice. So um, I got to be as high as I want to. And I got to really um, bust out in my techno channel because when I get high, I really like to just go like techno or no, excuse me, EDM is the term. And I always just like really vibing on my own and having like my own space. So throughout different times of the night, I got to have my space and it was a pretty chill time. Okay, we're, we're back again. Mercury is definitely in retrograde because technological issues is one of like the big things of Mercury being in retrograde. And I am definitely feeling it today. These like technical difficulties are cracking me up. <laughs> they are. Um <laughs> So in addition to my New Year's, how was your New Year's? It was so nice. It was quiet. Um, my boyfriend brought his kids over who are like really good friends with my son. And we had just like a low-key um, like family night. So that was really cool. We all like hung out and played games and um, the kids kind of did their own thing. And it was a lot of fun. So like my son had some friends over in addition to... Uh, my boyfriend's kids. So it's a, it was a low key. We tend to have low key New Year out, um, which I like because I hate crowds and all that other stuff. So it was, it was really nice. Oh, that is good. I'm glad you had a good time. Yes. So what are we talking about today? Um, we are talking about dating trends in 2023. Ooh. So that should be good. But oh, before you know, I got some good news I want to share with you. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I recently decided um, I want to go back to school and I want to be a therapist and I want to study to be a sex therapist. Oh my gosh, that is so exciting. The world yeah. definitely needs more sex positive sex therapists. So I think that's absolutely amazing. Yeah, but I don't know. I just, I'm at this point in my life where I'm just done with this um, minimum wage job I have for how much I'm doing and I'm like you know what I want to do something that I love to do and I actually get paid well for it so I want to go back to get my master's and I applied to a bunch of schools and um well I've yet to apply to a bunch of schools but I'm just trying to get a better job where they pay me to go to college and hopefully I can really get into going back to college I'm thinking of by the summers when I'll be enrolled. Awesome. That's, I love the whole like progression of like the self-improvement of like, okay, so I'm going to look for a better job. I'm going to look for a job that helps me make more money that will pay for college. And then like kind of just setting yourself on this right track. I think that's so amazing. Right. Exactly. And well, for most days when I wake up, I'm between, this and rowing i kind of like need stuff to do or else i'm just getting more bored so it's like yeah i gotta feature myself and then one more thing before we get into the episode up uh, so i got back into online dating again because well i just wanted to you know get on some dates and i posted this really cool picture of me with a light that i'm usually holding for my job with the bills or with the cbs 
And I got quite a lot of matches, so it was pretty good because, well, the Bills are popular. Um, there's a lot of women out there who love the Bills here in Buffalo. So I got a good amount of matches. So much so it's like, okay, I have to stop swiping because I'm getting more matches and there's too many women I can, like, concentrate on. Like, I had at least 10 matches, I kid you not, across, like, Bumble and Hinge. That's so awesome. And, oh, it is. I, but for Bumble, um, yeah, I wanted to turn off the date mode. But then I realized as soon as I hit that, I lost all my matches. I'm like, ah, fuck. Oh, no. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so I had to delete my profile and recreate it all over again. Luckily, I just copy and pasted my bio. And, well, I didn't get a single match back. It sucked. But I got more. Oh, no. But I do have my um, good group of girls still talking to me from, like, both the dating apps. So I have some potential dates within the next week. So <sighs> hopefully it'll work out. And um, That's for the Sam... luck. That's a... I know it. So I want to try and enter the dating pool again and just give it a little whirl and either it works out or it doesn't. But okay. And one last thing also. Um, then for a Sandler fan, um, so we'd like to put a no label on it, but pretty much we're in a microwave relationship where, you know, we're just seeing each other for like a few months and then we agree that it'll be over. But it's just someone to talk to and someone to see. So I'm going all Wait, a microwave relationship. For all that. Let's be... I've never heard of yeah. this phrase, like, microwave um, dating. We're going to probably have to cover that. Yep, I have never heard of this. Yeah. So, like, say, like, um, you're cooking popcorn. Like, it gets going for a few minutes and then it's done. Yeah, that's pretty much a microwave rate relationship. Oh. Okay. A situation, the best you can put. All right, one last thing before you dive into it. How's the OnlyFans, like, going about for you? Oh, my gosh. I haven't even started yet. List of, like, things to do for the new year. So I have two things for the new year that I'm doing to get out of my comfort zone. First is OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of exploring what that looks like. There's sort of so many different dynamics on there you can do, like, anywhere from, like, sexual to, like, more fantasy-based. So I don't know where exactly I want to go with that. And um, my second, like, out of my comfort zone thing is a pole dancing class. Um, Oof. So I'm excited about that. Um, so yeah, those are my two big things. So hopefully by the time we record our next podcast, I will have something to report back on. <laughs> right. And um, I started uh, with Chatterbait, like Sweet Marks um, recommended me to do. And I actually liked it because, you know, I like to masturbate because, you know, it's healthy. And it's cool when you interact with other people while, you know, you're playing with yourself and I don't know it's just good to like talk to people you know like when you're horny they're horny um that kind of thing and I definitely look forward to doing more like live sessions it's pretty interesting to me and I really like it that's rad oh my gosh that's um that's another one that I need to 
like kind of just check out just because I'm not super familiar with it. It's, I know it's been around for um, a long time, but it's, um, you know, it's funny is there's a website like, I don't know, I mean, I guess it was named after that, but it's called Cuterbait. So it's like just mm. random, like cute pictures of like baby animals. It's adorable. I don't even know if it's a thing anymore, but um, yeah. <laughs> Cuterbait. Hmm. I hope that, hope it works out for both of us for doing those things. <laughs> yeah, the cute one. I don't know so much. But um, yeah, it's not a thing anymore. So if anybody wants to go check that out, it's not a thing. Um, it's just chatterbait <laughs> now. Yeah, there's no cute animal similar site. Um, yeah. So anyways, yeah, go anyways. watch people jerk off. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, women do love seeing guys like masturbate, as Sweet Mark said. So going with it, maybe down the line, see what I want to do more with it. Do less. Do- Maybe open up an OnlyFans if I want to. Um, keep everything open in the air. Yeah, no, for sure. I think that's <laughs> such a good idea. Okay, so now let's get into the episode. Dating trends of 2023. Oh, <laughs> okay. Let's All do right. this. First one is infladating. The latest buzzy um, dating term when you hear about everywhere because... Inflation occurred in 2022 because of COVID-19 and all that stuff. And people don't want to go out of their way for expensive dates. Like, yes, I can definitely um, vouch for that because, well, for taking yourself out for wings and a couple of beers nowadays, um, for me, it costs like 40 bucks because of like the inflation of wings. So it's like... Wings are ridiculously expensive these days. They are. They are. They're just so good. They are. I agree. <laughs> so essentially, if I bring a girl out to dinner, if I treat her to beer and wings, I'm going to be spending nearly like 80 to $90 on this date. So it's like, okay, I'm going to do something different where we're either going to meet for drinks, um, depending on what type of alcohol she likes, like either a brewery, um, an actual like bar, full bar, or um, if she doesn't drink, um, we'll meet at a coffee place, or um, if she likes ice cream, we can go to an ice cream place. So, yeah, simple, cheap dates is what I'm thinking about for 2023 for dating. So, yeah, I can definitely see where people want to go for like cheaper dates i like that i think everyone should um like i think this idea of expensive dates is kind of ridiculous i mean obviously you want to impress the other person but sometimes it goes overboard and it's just too much i think taking a girl to like finding out what they like not a girl but like anybody like anybody you ask on a date um this goes both ways for men and women that like find out what the other person likes and plan a date I think that the whole like dinner movie like the whole it's very cliche it's very overdone and it's inauthentic it takes no planning or foresight but to say hey I know we've talked and you don't drink so we're going to go out for ice cream or we're going to do this and I think that's such an amazing idea because it really helps build that connection from the beginning well this goes to my next point um for if the girl doesn't drink um sober dates well, as we remember in COVID-19, p- 
people were drinking too much or being, you know, inside their houses too much. And they're like, okay, I'm not going to be drinking anymore because of that. And obviously there are other reasons I'm not going to get into because, well, it's not my thing. But they, you know, decided that they don't want to drink. Plus, while two of my closest friends, my neighbor and my other close hockey friend, um, they don't drink anymore. So I was like, okay, I can see where really sober dating plays into this. So yeah, less people are choosing to drink. And, you know, they're, they just want to live their lives that way. And hey, all the power to them for that. Yes. No, I love that. All right. The next topic, as we did, as I'm going to say, is conscious swiping. Where, okay, everyone, they want to find their match, but there's so many choices out there. And either you like the person, you swipe, or if you don't like them, you swipe left. And, okay, so for me, not wanting kids, there's obviously like, options like say on bumble or hinge i'm not doing tinder right now so i'm just sticking to bumble and hinge and so i always look for what it says on the girl's profile either she wants kids okay instant swipe left for me um not sure about kids i'll look for what her profile says and if i like it then i'll swipe right Mm -hmm. but if she wants kids someday i'm like okay definitely swipe left because there's these girls that I've matched with and they said they want kids someday. And they asked me, oh, do you want kids? And clearly on my profile it says, and I don't want kids. So for the women who want kids someday, um, pretty much they are going to want kids. So it, obviously I don't want to waste my time with someone who wants kids when I don't want kids. So obviously conscious swiping is a big thing for the stating trend. Okay. So I guess my question around that is, um, so you, you obviously have like this idea of like long-term dating in mind, whenever you're meeting someone on social media, because like, if that's an immediate deal breaker, like, Oh, you might want to have kids. Um, how does that come across to the women that you date that, um, because I, I think for me, like, if I was single and a guy was, like, right off the bat, like, oh, you don't want kids or you want kids, that then we're done. Um, that would feel, like, a little serious right off the bat for me. Um, but I guess, I mean, that, and that's why I ask, like, your intention for dating is long-term relationship, right? Not just casual dating. Right. Okay. And, um, yeah, so, and also like the seriousness also like oh you want to have casual fun i could swipe for that because i i wouldn't mind someone to have fun with then like not sure yet of not what to do like okay you just want to see people out there and see how it goes but then if you want a relationship of course you are there to actually date and see how it goes got it okay that makes sense yeah so but also taking more time, like reading profiles, if your match, like, you know, matches up with what you like. Like, one thing's for example, for a girl who likes anime, um, 
was like really into it. It's like, okay, not my lifestyle, but okay, if there's other things that I like about her, I'll swipe right for her. Okay. It all depends on like, okay, do you think we can, we have enough in common to actually make it work? So yeah, it's more conscious swiping and Awesome. Okay. I like it. So what's the, what's the next trend? Yeah. Um, avoiding situationships. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Staying away from the microwave. Yeah. Staying away. Um, so if you ever find yourself in a situationship, you know how frustrating it can be to consistently date someone while feeling like there's no progression to the next stage. Luckily, there's a silver lining on the horizon. There's a rise of intentional dating where it has been increasingly since the start of the pandemic. It will become even more prevalent this year, thus empowering daters to advocate what they want from their partner. Eventually, at this point in time, you want to find the right person to be with. And you don't want to really waste time with someone where you don't have a future with them. And with Sandler fan, me and her talked and we're like, okay, by the summer, um, we can just say we're done and just move on with our lives. So yeah, we're, we mutually agreed to end our relationship soon. Yep. Yep. Eventually avoiding situationships is the way to go. So do you see that in your future also of like avoiding situationships? Yes. Um, just letting love happen on its own. I wouldn't mind if it was a friends with benefits thing, if it happened in the future with someone who doesn't want kids, because maybe that could develop on its own. But or actually that pretty much crosses crosses into what I just said. Um, <laughs> So, yep, avoiding situationships, hopefully dating someone who doesn't want kids, because the situationship I'm in, Sandler fan, is on the fence also about kids. So, of course, we know that it wasn't going to last long. So, going into 2023, I'm going to avoid situationships. Awesome. I love it. Oh, yes. Um. (laughs) Next topic I have, chasing the meat cute in real life. So <laughs> that's almost a contradiction, but okay. I know. Like chasing a meat cute is absurd. Uh, where is the meat cute in 2023? With the underlying popularity of dating apps, it might feel like a rom com where the meat cutes are lost in the digital age, but that it can be further from the truth. While you can certainly find the meat cute of your dreams on dating apps, daters are confident to go after it in person. <laughs> so if they want to meet someone off the dating apps, they need to create situations and moments where they can meet someone in person. <sighs> These um, This article really is interesting to me. But hmm, Chasing that meat cute. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's like you want love to happen, you know, on its own. Yeah. But, of course, with anything, you don't want to chase. You want to just let love happen. 
So, and I would love a meet cute in the real world eventually, but yeah, I'm not going to chase it. I'm going to just let it come to me when I least expect it. Yeah, that's kind of the thing with a meet cute is it's hard to force that kind of thing or it's not a meet cute. <laughs> yes, exactly. <sighs> um. So there was an article in Bumble that I was reading and I wanted you to go first. So a few things that this one says, um, physical preferences will look different is the first one that um, what daters are looking for in a match in 2023 will look different from what they were looking for in 2022. More than one third of people are now open to dating beyond their typical physical type and 28% are less concerned about dating the type of person others expect. Even further, 63% of daters are now looking for emotional maturity before physical looks. Mm. Uh, which I think is great because I think if you have this one idea of the perfect person in mind, you may not know what you want. Like you don't know what you don't know. And then you meet that person and it's like, wow, boyfriend is a good point for me. He is nothing like I would have like dated before. He's... Um, very, very good looking, but not typically my type. Amazing, amazing, like totally gorgeous. So gorgeous, but not, so if I would have stuck with like what my normal type was, like I would have just kind of ruled him out completely, but there was definitely an energy there that was amazing. Um, let's oh, see. I'm, oh, go ahead. Another article too. Um, <laughs> yeah, like you said, I'm open. Well, as it says, open casting is pretty much what you said um going someone outside your boundary line so it's like okay i can picture myself attracted to white women um of my own race not intentionally but just what i'm attracted to so i'm opening myself to like different races um like people who are like really short um you know just no like requirements anymore just someone who wants to talk to me yeah and i think that's that's amazing it's um especially with the prevalence of online dating we have this idea in our minds of like who that perfect person is but um i know with a lot of like i've met some guys and i wasn't initially attracted right away but like once we started talking there was this connection of just like oh my gosh and being more like demisexual i need that connection so um i wasn't always that way in my younger years but as i've gotten older um i feel like i'm like definitely more like the demi like i need a connection i need some kind of interest like good looks are just not enough anymore um i've been with really good looking guys with amazing bodies and it's just that's not what it's all about for me anymore. So it requires so much more than what it used to. So definitely like increase my standards of um, the guys that, well, not that I'm looking anymore, but um, the standards have gone up and that connection is way more important than just like, okay, you need to check this box and this box and this box and this box. And um, what's funny is my boyfriend, my husband and I went to a friend's Christmas party and there were people there we didn't know. And, um, People were getting like my husband and my boyfriend confused all night. They were like, oh, are you Mike? Are you Dennis? Are you, are you Dennis? Are you Mike? And I'm like, no, no, this is Dennis or this is Mike. And they were dressed alike too. I, I think that didn't help either. I had them wearing <laughs> the same outfits. Um, 
Oh, God. <laughs> no, not the same outfits. Okay, so they were wearing, like, different pajama pants, but the same kind of robes. So it was a, like, lingerie pajama party. Um, mm-hmm. So they were wearing the same robes, um, but not the same pants. Um, but, yeah, like, they are very different looking. My husband is very, very buff. Like, goes to the gym multiple times a week. Very tan. He has a beard. Um, boyfriend is Irish. He's a ginger. So he does not tan at all. He also, they both have great hair, but he doesn't have a beard. And uh, like I said, not tan at all, very different color hair, but it's funny that people would get them confused. But like I said, initially he just was not my normal type, but I'm, I am here for it. (laughs) (laughs) I am Uh, about that shit. I am glad you had fun of that um, underwear lingerie, a sexy lingerie party. (laughs) Yeah. I'll have to send you over um, a picture. It's clothed enough that we, I can get away with, we can even like post it on one of our pages if you want. It's, um, I don't, yeah, I'll send that over to you. She's awesome. Um, (laughs) So another thing is love life balance where gone are the days having impressively powerful job title would automatically make you a great catch. In fact, half the people surveyed, prioritizing work-life balance for themselves is 49% and want their future partners to do the same. In the past year, over half of singletons worldwide, 52% said they've been actively creative, creating more space in their lives for breaks and rest. Increasingly, more than 1 in 10, 13% will no longer date someone with a very demanding job. Presumably fearing they'll be low down on the priority list. I could see that happening. Oh, totally. Yeah, that would make, that makes a lot of sense to me. Because, yes, with the higher job, um, the more demanding you're like working and, you know, you want to spend time with your loved one when you're not working, but also you want to have your balance of like, your peace or time with your family. So I could definitely see that being a dating trend. Yeah. Like workaholics, it's just not hot anymore. And I mean, I understand it used to be like, it used to be a thing, but now like I love, I love it. <laughs> then what's something you have on your article? Um, okay. One, of course, this is something I love because I think everybody should be open about sex, but Daters will speak more candidly about sex and assess sex and exploring what you want from your sex life is becoming increasingly important to daters. Just over 40% are approaching sex and intimacy in an open and exploratory way with 53% saying it's important to discuss sexual wants and needs early in a relationship. I could not agree more. I love this. Um, 20% of people say that they, and these are all Bumble users that they've surveyed. Um, so this is where the numbers are coming from. 20% of people say that they've explored their sexuality more in the past year. Um, but knowing what you want from your sex life doesn't mean that you're having sex. Of the survey respondents, 34% of people having sex aren't having sex right now, and they're okay with that. I love that. I absolutely love it. Um, there needs to be um, more of a focus on like, hey, this is what I like, because it's kind of like, that's an important thing. And a lot of people don't have that conversation till it's too late. And it's like, oh, we're very sexually incompatible. Um, and it shouldn't be, that should be a non-negotiable for couples. Is that like, this isn't something I'm willing to negotiate on. Is This is my interest. This is what I like. And I'm not backing down from that. 
Yes, that um, I definitely see that being good because, yeah, we all have our sexual needs, and if you're not getting them, you know, it's just not going to work. I remember a few years ago, I was trying to do, like, a friends with benefits thing with this girl, but I was just a little bit too jealous because she had, like, three other sex partners, and um, she didn't like to cuddle after, and I was just like, you know, I just don't feel like this is going to work out. So it's like, yeah, their um, preferences were just, I mean, her preferences were just, you know, not there. And ooh, I'm getting the pictures now. Um, <laughs> wow, that seems like a really nice um, adult party you guys went to. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was, um, so our, our friends locally host a big Christmas party every year. And um, so in one of the pictures, I'll just go over this real quick. Um, there's a picture of, boyfriend, husband, and boyfriend's best friend, John. And then um, the other picture is me, boyfriend. I could just, Dennis, I've already said his name in here. Boyfriend's name is Dennis. Me, Dennis, and our friends, John and Karen. So, uh, uh, yeah, so that's who's in the pictures. It, it was just an amazing party. We had a great time, and um, I drank more than I had in a very long time. <laughs> a lot of drinking, wow. Uh, but, yeah, it's, uh, anyways... But yeah, that's um. I think that covers my list. You covered a lot on yours. Yours was pretty um, pretty um, comprehensive. But it was good to just kind of like throw in a few more things. Right. Um. Well, I think I have like one more um that we can add on. Second chance dating, where on one in three people on the dating app, they said they ended a marriage or a serious relationship in the last two years. Those people are now beginning a new chapter in their lives. So with one in three, 36% of them using dating apps for the first time, learning how to navigate new dating language and etiquette. <laughs> yes. Um, well, as you know, yep, you tried to enter the dating market and for a bit to give it a chance. And obviously now other people want to do second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I dig it. Yep. <laughs> then, all right, one last one before we start to wrap this up. Um, Tina Wilson, the founder of the dating app Wingman, also predicts that we'll see a rise in mirror dating where we where would be couples choose to go on dates with friends or even try group dates as a way to make the situation more relaxed. The two main benefits of this mirror dating approach um despite the loss of intimacy it's exciting to mix things up um, going dates and excuse me it's exciting to make it's exciting to mix things up and have fun by going on double dates because it takes pressure off any awkward moments alone together also you can assess your date in a social and group setting, as well as gain important feedback from your friends. After all, knowing you so well, they may be able to give an honest opinion of your compatibility. I like it. Oh, I love that too. Oh my gosh. This is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. So, um, what, wrapping that up, uh, what do you think should, what do you think is like your favorite, um, like I'm um, dating trend in 2023. If you um, I think um, so 
the open casting we're talking about, like just venturing outside your comfort zone, like exploring something, someone or a, a person that you wouldn't normally um, wouldn't normally go for. And then the second one is being more open about sex. I think that that's, it's about fucking time that we start talking about sex early in relationships because people are having sex early in relationships and they're having sex, but they're not willing to have that conversation about sex. So it should be like one of those like very clear first date kind of things because it's such a big part of a relationship. Have that conversation early. Talk about money. Talk about these uncomfortable things ahead of time. Talk about whether you want kids or not. And then you can find out, is this my person? No, then move the fuck on. I think we're going to have a good year for this podcast for more stuff we can cover. I dig it. I think next month we should bring Mike and Dennis on and just we should both interview them, grill them with some questions, find out what it's like to be like swinger poly whatever um yeah yes i want to have them on our show like next time perfect but, let's do it um, yeah one um trend i think would be really cool and that i think is really cool is dating outside your comfort zone so like okay um i'm a meat eater and i see there's a growing amount of women who are vegan which obviously is their choice and i would go at it for trying to go on a date with a girl who's a vegan. I mean, if she's, well, um, as long as she doesn't shove the pita stuff at me, I think I'll be okay. That but, makes complete sense. Yes. And I won't, I wouldn't force her to eat any meat. She wouldn't force me to eat any vegan stuff. So I'll give that a try and I'll, See if I can date a girl who's a vegan and try that and date someone I normally wouldn't date or date someone who is sober and probably go on a coffee date and see how that goes. Well, I can't wait to hear about it. I think this is a cool like dating dating bucket list for the year. Like that I love the idea of a dating bucket list. Yes, and we're gonna have some really good topics to discuss and one of them being, like, um, more people want to be kidless um, in the upcoming years. So I'm thinking that could be another good topic we can talk about. Yeah. But then yeah, deciding uh... early on, like, wanting kids and not wanting kids, that could be also another good topic. I agree. Right. I completely agree. Um, I think we have so many great ideas. I'm excited for everything that we have to come over the next year. Oh, me too. Awesome. Uh, well, this has been a blast. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you again for doing this. And I guess we will see you next month. Bye. All right, bye.